My guest today is the scandalous <laughs> blessing CEO. Um, I've always just known her from the periphery. It's like, okay, you know, one of those people making Nigeria colorful on the internet, social media. Um, and a friend of mine said, no, you should sit down, sit down with her. She, you sit down, you will enjoy the conversation. She has a lot of important things to say. And, you know, I like talking to everybody. And so I said, you know what, let me talk to Blessed now. Mm. Until you normalize mistake, you will yeah. never enjoy your life. Yeah. It's normal. Mm. That's part. Wait, 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 wait. Until you normalize mistake, you will never enjoy your life. Yeah. As expected, she kept nothing hidden. Didn't blanch at any question. Came for the fully loaded. <laughs> Blessed CEO, wild and wicked on with today today. Um, when did you start your website? Pick on makeup? Yes, pick on makeup, yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you have more than one website? Yeah. Okay, tell me about all of them. Okay, we started the first one seven years ago. It got hacked. What was that yes. one called? Um, breakonmakeup.com. Right, but it was, right, okay, yeah. it got hacked. Then we just started up from one now, but it's a dating site. What? When did the first one get hacked? That was three years ago. Okay, right, and then you have a new one now. Yes. When did that one come up? Um, that was 1st of October. This year? This year. Oh, that's a few days ago. Yeah, a few days ago. Okay. Launched. All right. So you've not had one since that since it was last hacked. No. Ah. Sticking my time. Right. So the thing about this show is I have my research, but I didn't really, I wasn't really, I've not been familiar with your work until we were going to sit down and have a conversation. So, but I know of it. You know, I've heard of you. I know of the things that you do. So I assume that you were sharing it through a website. So, so where have you been sharing it? Instagram. Instagram. Right. Facebook. Right. Yeah. So now, so okay, Instagram and Facebook, right? And that has been. I started from Instagram though. Mm -hmm. an, it was an Instagram thing before. Before you went to the website, website yes, yeah. Before. And so you're doing it on Instagram and Facebook. You were doing it on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram majorly. Instagram, then you just like copy to Facebook or yeah. something, and then but you didn't need so you didn't need a website for that since your audience was already there. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I needed because um, I had to start creating a website when I realized that Instagram was taking down some content, ah. so I wasn't safe anymore. I had to. Move you know, get a website so that in case they are taking it down, they don't. They finally actually took it down, though. Even your new page. No, they took it down. Uh -huh. That was what made me now, calm down for a bit. Then right. I took my time and I came up with the website. So the website, but the website is now dating. Yes, I'm making a dating. It's a dating website. website. But you can get everything there: dating, relationship stories, mm. counseling. It's like a market. So what's your thing? What's the thing? What's the energy you're trying to put out in the world? The energy is um, mental health. Right. Voice, speak out. Mm. Um, because in this part of the world, when you speak out, people see you as loud. Mm. Well, a lot of people are suffering because they have a lot of things bothering inside. So it's, it's like a voice. Mm. The more you talk, the more or less. Um, depression is lack of expression. So just mm. voice out, share with somebody mm. so that you understand that you're not the only one going through what you're going through. That's, that's the thing. But you're focusing on relationships. Yeah, relationship, marriage. So why is it focused? Why is the me mental health energy focused on relationships and marriage? Because um, that's where it starts from. Everybody's looking for love. Mm. That's where everybody's energy is going to. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't believe that they could be okay by themselves. So everybody's mm. looking for somebody to cling on to, to validate them. Mm. So that's where it comes from. Because the mental health starts from your validation, waiting for someone to do something for you. So when you don't get that expectation, mm. you fall back, you shatter. Right. So that's where the relationship, mental health right. comes into right. play. I agree with you that everybody's looking for love. But when people, if people look at you and say, how do you know that? 
it's very obvious. That's what society has projected to a lot of people. So even people that don't want love mm-hmm. are looking for love just because of that projection. That it's they need to mindset. find love. Yeah. So do you advise certain people not that love is not what they're looking for? Love is not what a lot of people are looking for. They're looking for help. Right. Yeah. Right. Explain what you mean by help. Help simply means you want something. There's benefits to everything. Because mm-hmm. love is, is free. But everybody's looking for help because they want to benefit something from the next person. Right. So once the benefit is there, once yeah. they get it, they are no more in love. That's the reason why this is, uh, we have a lot of flaws, marriages. Right, right, right. So maybe people are looking for people are looking for help. People want connection on some level. Is that what it is? Maybe not love, but like connection if somebody else to be there for them for yeah, whatever it is they yes, are looking that's for. Expectation, that's the help. Yes. They so, don't want to do anything. They just yes. want to say, we sit down, relax, and mm. project that's their expectation. Insane. So when they don't get it, mm. you hear them serve me breakfast. Ah, breakfast in bed. Right. So it's expectation more like. Right. You so until be- people begin to genuinely find love in themselves, mm. that is when true love, but they don't, they don't even love themselves enough. Mm. So they are looking for someone to just tell them, well, if, if a man doesn't tell you you're beautiful, you don't feel beautiful. Right. You can't dress up. So it's validation. It yes. Helps. So they're looking. Yeah. So they. Yeah. So, but they think it's love. But they think it's love. Some people don't even know the true meaning of love. What's the true meaning of love? The true meaning of love is being kind to yourself and showing that same kindness to, to other people. Some people are not kind to themselves. That's why there's a lot of toxicity. Yeah. Because you don't even like yourself. So how can yeah. you like somebody else? Right. So it takes you to be kind to yourself to treat yourself nice before you now say ah, if I do this thing to somebody else, mm. will it be nice? But some people are doing that same thing they are doing to you to themselves. Mm. They insult themselves. Some people just feel that they're not good enough, they're worthless. Mm. So they see every other person as so worthless. So they project. So misery loves company. Yeah. yeah. So if they, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my guests was saying this. So if people, if people are the kind of people that when they have power or money, they oppress others. When they see your actions, they will assume that whatever you're doing is to oppress other people because that's how, that's how they see life. That's what they would do. Um, you got married at 19. 18. 18, right. But before that, something just occurred to me as I was asking that. The question I know that I believe... Where, where does the name Blessing CEO come from? Um, the name Blessing CEO... Okay, to be very honest. Yeah. Um, when I decided to go official, initially it, it started like a joke. It was yeah. just like me gossiping, mm. like a blog. Mm. So when I wanted to go official, um, I needed to change the name I was in because I was answering Kinky Girl. So I needed okay. something a bit more serious, yeah. that vibe. So that was... I said, Blessing CEO. Tell me about Kinky Girl, though. Kinky Girl was that crazy controversial, sarcastic, because when I was running my blog, yeah. a lot of people did not know who was behind it. Yes. It was just a faceless blog. Right. So what I did to move traffic to my blog was mm. I commented like Kinky Girl. I was that crazy yeah. one that would just say, there's nothing oh, wrong. Right. You can say 25 minutes. So everybody right. was anxious. Who is this? Kinky Girl. They didn't know I was driving you know, traffic to, to my blog. blog. Right. So she was just that crazy girl that I didn't care. She just wanted to say anything. She wanted to say how she felt. So. Mm-hmm. But there were no kinky stuff on the blog. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my blog was the most controversial blog. Right. Big on makeup. Yeah. Before it went down. The most was it just lover before just lover? It, it was just lover and kind of in relationship because you right. you hear the most weird, crazy stories at the blog. Yeah. So, um, why 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 do you have the authority to teach people about relationships? Because first of all, I've been there. Hmm. I've been divorced, and I knew I knew what it took me to come out of that divorce. Mm-hmm. It didn't just start with me wanting to be a relationship therapist. I studied economics. I thought I was going to be an actress or probably sing. I'm an entertainment person. I didn't even know I was going to come as that, you know, talking. To, but when I went through that experience, early marriage, I realized that first of all, I got married because I wanted to run from home. 
my mom was this disciplinarian, mm. so I was looking for help. So when I saw a young guy that was willing to accommodate me and get married to me, I didn't even know why I was getting married. Mm. So I realized that a lot of young girls today are running into the arms of men, not because they want to, or they're cheap, or because they're flirts, but because homes are not conducive. Our parents makes home difficult for most times. Mm. So getting married and I went through all, I, I, got, I started having sex when I was 15. Mm. So I got married when I was 18. And the marriage didn't even last, but I think I, I was married for one year and eight months. Okay. And in that one year, it was there were a lot of drama, domestic yeah. violence, and yeah. all. After the one year, it months, it now took me another five years to get a divorce. That's a, that was that was crazy. Police arrested me. So there, there was a, there's a lot of people don't know about marriage. Mm. So I'm just that person that is telling you, okay, I want to tell you what happens behind closed doors. Mm. Because sometimes people think I'm negative. They think I don't like marriage, but no. But there's this cliche. People already have a mindset. They don't prepare. Mm. They just see the Bella Nigeria part of marriage. They don't mm. get to see what happens. So mm. I'm more of that voice to tell you to prepare more. Don't marry for the wrong reasons. Mm. So that's where it came from. That pain, I don't want mm. a lot of people to also feel. So you started from a passion, from passion to a profession. From passion. But I guess it's from experience, experience, then passion, passion, then profession. I saw you just said it, by the way. You were arrested because, explain that. You went to a divorce, and then your husband you says... Know, where the divorce is going through, yes. it's always like a battle. Yeah. So I had a son with my ex, so it was like a battle of custody. So he wanted to keep my child, I wanted to take the child. He was saying I abandoned the child. No, so many stories. So when I went back to pick up my son, mm -hmm. he arrested me for kidnapping and threatening <laughs> life. <laughs> so I was locked up for like four days. They asked me to sign an undertaking never to come close to my son again. I'm like, it's not possible. So when I refused to sign the undertaking, they locked me up, mm. took me to court. It was a serious case. So I was young. I didn't even, my parents didn't even know where I was. Yeah. So it, what made him call up the case that day mm -hmm. was because his father died. It was the death of his father he had that day that made him call up the case. So mm -hmm. when he called up the case, that was how that case went up. So we went through the divorce. It took five whole years because sometimes a lot of couples come to me and tell me, Blessing, I want a divorce. I'm like, it's not that easy in Nigeria. You need to be financially capable for you to for have a divorce. Yes, to have, you even spend more money. I think I, there was a time I came online and I said I spent up to ten million. And people thought it was a joke. Even more on a divorce. Yes. I mean, I know that the courts, Nigerian courts, are incentivized to keep the marriage going. They would drag it first of all. Yes, but why do you think that? First of all, during a divorce, one person wants one person wants to punish one person. So it's always an intentional act. So it's either the man makes himself unavailable, mm. and you know for you to come to court, they have to serve you now. So sometimes yes. even when the belief is going, he's not around. So it mm. keeps dragging, it keeps dragging. Sometimes it doesn't come, sometimes there's a story. So it dragged for five, five years. years. And that five years was money you paid a lawyer. Yeah. Sometimes the lawyer will come, he will not come. Uh, so at some point, I spend a whole lot of money. Right. Oh, wow. I mean, I remember, yes, I remember Chigo was telling me this when she was going through the divorce is expensive. Know and it's, it's more expensive than the marriage and yeah. that's why if you want a divorce they'll tell you you have to be separated for at least two years they mm. assume that that two years you will reconcile you. because it's crazy for you to stand you can imagine the person you've loved the person mm. you have a child for and you come and say because in the divorce court nobody's going to say the truth <laughs> everybody's trying to lie to get to yeah. get yeah so yeah. you see people say demeaning things about you that doesn't even exist yeah so everybody's like so is your son with you now yeah yeah, so you won the case. I won the case. <laughs> Five years, but I won the case. Yeah, but but how is so? What's the relationship between you and your the relationship? With your husband, your ex-husband. Ex He's just there. Right. But how do you manage that with a son involved? Um, I had to accept. I had 
to forgive mm. and understand that we were not compatible. Mm. He was a he is a good father, but not a good husband. Yeah, yeah. But I'm asking about the son. How does your son see? Because you put fought. How does your son handle that? How do you handle that with your son? And the good thing was that he was with my son for five years. Okay. He took my son away from me when my son was eight months. Right. So he never even knew me until I got custody of him for five years. Uh, and within that five years, my son had seen some stuff because he had remarried. Mm -hmm. So he has lived with his stepmom. Mm -hmm. So he had some sort of story. Mm -hmm. So when I finally got custody of him, the first thing he told me is that my daddy used to beat my other mommy. I'm like, okay. Now, he told the story I did not tell him. So it was so easy to tell him why I left his dad. Right. So I didn't say too anything. much. For once, I have never said anything bad hmm. about his dad. But as a child who have experienced, he could. There is everything I say tend to connect. Hmm. So I'm not the kind of mother that wants to, you know, bring down a father just because I want to, you know, feel good about myself. But hmm. he understands. Do you regret getting married so young? I don't regret because it molded me to the woman I am today. Right. Without that experience, I don't know what story I'm going to be telling. So would you do it again? If, if there was a second life, and you're like, okay, get married at this age, would you do it again? No. <laughs> yeah, because those are two questions. To regret something, we only have one life. So I assume that when you say regret, you mean, this is life, I'm, I keep it moving, I take the lessons and I learn. But if somebody now came to you and said, okay, based on all you've learned, should I do this? You would say no. Why? I want to be independent. There's a lot I need to build for myself before I get married. Mm. So it's not just about the marriage. Marriage mm. is just um, an empty land. Mm. Nothing grows there except what you plant. Mm. Now, going there, most times we all go there with nothing to plant. So when we get there, we are just in a bare land and we are, mm. we are, we are hopeless. Mm. So I just want to be, let me be able to have something to also give, bring something to the table. So right. that's why I said no. Mm -hmm. Let me build myself first. I was about to ask you that because Amatala got married at 18. But then as you were answering, I thought, oh no, the difference is that Amatala lost her dad at 15. And so between 15 and 18, she had been working, taking care of her family. So by the time she got into a marriage, she appeared, to, so she appeared to have had something to bring in in terms no, of independence of spirit. Yes, yes. So that's the difference. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that there's anything. I'm, I'm asking. So it's not that there's anything wrong with 18, but that people need to find themselves. And at 18, you are very likely not to have found yourself. Is that what you're saying? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I feel 18 is quite young mm. because what my ex did to me was that he took away my youth from mm. me. I never mm. enjoyed all those youthful exuberance. Yeah. He met me at 15. From 15, I divorced at 21. So mm. all those things, the young people I learned, I didn't learn it. So when I came out of the marriage, I started finding my feet. Mm. I started going, you know, gaga. I wanted to meet up. So a lot of people enjoy their youth. Mm. I remember when he was complaining about my mom every time. Because mm. my ex wanted me to grow up so fast. He was about 15 years older than me. Mm. He wanted me to wear a suit. He wanted me to tie a wrapper mm. at 18. Mm. So the point is, he didn't allow me to grow up. So I feel every child should have the opportunity to grow. Mm. If you don't grow, you never know how to make the right choices. So mm. grow, explore, so that... You know that I have chosen this thing. That any little thing don't overexcite you. Mm. So I just mm. feel just allow them. Twenty twenty one to me is perfect because mm. we've evolved. In those days, time. we marry out of ignorance. Probably yeah. they betray you to somebody. It's not like the girls want to get married. Mm. So it's one circumstances or your family is selling you to someone because of money. But I don't think any young girl would want to want tie to herself it. down deliberately. No, it could just be circumstances. Is there anything you could have done to save the marriage? Everything. As a therapist, no. So yes, okay. So there was nothing. I was not a therapist. Yeah, I mean, as a therapist now, looking back, is there anything you could have done to save the marriage? To save the marriage, is there anything that could have been done? No, no. because you can't save a marriage that does not want to be saved. Mm. I used to say there are some people who already have a pattern. It's a lifestyle for them. Mm. So when people have patterns, it's easy for you to. It's not. It's very difficult for you to change them. This mm. is how they see life. Because my mm. ex was from a do state, and in a do. 
His mother even used to tell me, this is it though. Even my own husband beats me. It was like a lifestyle. It wasn't anything to them. Mm. They felt a man is the king. Mm. So where do you want to start from? Mm. So there was nothing I would have done that I did not do. Maybe I felt if I was independent, if I had a voice, maybe he wouldn't have treated me the way he, he had treated me. But there are some men that cannot stand independent women. Mm. Some men are so comfortable with hungry women, doormats, mm. people they can manipulate. So I think I tried, and he already has a pattern. Because it's the same pattern he's taking to every other woman. Yeah, and she did not change. Yeah. So he would just leave anybody that wants to make him change mm. that pattern. Mm. I don't mm. think they So some marriages cannot be saved. No, some marriages cannot be saved. Right. That's what it's I was... a foundation problem. Yeah. So you must take out the house. Mm. And some people are not willing. You can't mm. change anybody that is not willing. People need to at least accept that they have a problem. Mm. Some people don't really have a problem. So where do you want to start from? Do you think people... Do you think... This is not a fair question. Well, no, it's not an unfair question. You might not like it. <laughs> do you think people take you seriously? They do, in mm. private. <laughs> I like that answer. If I open my email for you, yeah, yeah. if they don't take me seriously, I have yeah. an office in the mm. a whole office. If they don't take me seriously, my emails are filled up. If they don't take me seriously, I'm opening an office in Lagos. So there's a motivation. If the market is not calling, I won't be moving. I probably would have just been there, done something. There. Yeah. A lot of people are hypocrites. And in this part of the world, they are not used to therapy. They still see therapy like something you have to hide. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I'm out there. Mm -hmm. I chose controversy as a strategy. Uh, because I realized that even when I was going through depression there was nobody for me to talk to i searched for therapists i did not see because a lot of therapists are hiding they are coded some people don't even know where to find them mm. so i chose controversy i chose to be loud mm. so that loudness is just for come and hear me or come and hear me it takes a depth person yeah people come to my office and like wow yeah you're this intelligent i'm like it's a cover <laughs> so <laughs> the difference between hearing someone and paying if you pay attention to blessing yeah so one of the reasons why i love doing this show is that Sometimes the news can be very loud, and when the news is loud, people don't see the essence of a person, mm -hmm. you know. And so, for me, it's like I want to see—I want to see the person and talk to the person and understand. And now it makes sense. You say that controversy as a strategy, like all oh, that makes sense. You know, she knows exactly what she's doing. Everything, everything <laughs> like scripted. Yeah, yeah. So that's why a lot of people ask me, "How come negativity does not get to you?" Because mm -hmm. it's a script. I know what to say on the internet to scatter. They do it. Mm. But they just be like, who is this person that is saying this thing? Who is this person? And I say it. You know, a lot of bloggers speak their mind behind the blog. Just like you said, Gis Lover. Mm. She's doing her. I'm bold. So mm. people are wondering, how can you be this? The first time I broke the internet was when I came out and told people how I was beating on my wedding day. These are stories that are told anonymously. I said my own with my wedding invitation because then people didn't really know me. I didn't know that things go viral. I was still new on Instagram. The next thing, boom, went right, viral. Right. So people were shocked. Who is this person that is so bold? Mm. So that boldness is what I knew a lot of people don't have in this part of the world. So I took uh, advantage of, of that. But you were beaten on the first day of your marriage. Yeah, my wedding day, they beat me to the altar. Ah, wait, before you got to the altar. They, they beat me against the wedding. They beat me to the altar. I still married him. <laughs> I called people now. And this story I'm telling is not just... He beat me in front of my chief bridesmaid. They are still there. Like, when I tell the stories that people come and say, is it like, she would just be laughing because... He didn't beat me privately. He beat me in front of, you know, when you're wedding and your friends. Yes. That's where he, what happened? I did not pack plates. Because you didn't pack plates. He's this kind of man that projects ah. ego. He wants people to feel he's in charge. Yeah. At this point, I'm going to say he's a man who has complex issues. Right. right. Uh -huh. So that complex, I know in this part of the world, 
they build women they don't build men they just feel a man is supposed to relax a woman will be doing the whole All job the so i think that was the kind of upbringing that he had he was a nice person mm. but i think his upbringing was shaky because everything he did his parents supported him the only thing they always told me that he's a man. Uh, the mother will always tell me this line, I will never forget. I went through the same thing, I did not die. Mm. Like me, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Are there some situations where a man who is violent can be helped and the marriage saved? Yes. Mm. If he's willing. There's what is called willingness, like I said. Mm. You need to be able to say, I have a problem. I want to stop. It's like repentance. God in heaven have the power. If he wants to stop your life now, he will mm -hmm. stop it. But he allowed you. Go and flex. You will be the one to come back and say, God, I have sinned and confess. Mm -hmm. That is true. That is human beings to you. If there is no willingness, you can't help anybody. Mm -hmm. You can't be helping someone that says, I don't have a problem. You need to accept but that's true. Right. You can help them. If somebody says, people always come to me and say, blessing. A, a man has come to me and said, I'm a cheat. Mm -hmm. I want to stop. Mm. I love my wife. In fact, he even told me that his, his wife is better than all the girls he's cheating with. That he thinks he's spiritual. I said he's not spiritual. It's just a decision. Being principled. The difference between a faithful man and an unfaithful man is principled. Are you sure? Yes. That's all. It's no more complex than that. It's no more complex than that. In this part of the world, it's because we don't have laws. If you travel outside the country, men cheat though, mm. but you don't do it the way African men are doing it because there are laws. Right. You know that when you are caught, you divide your property. A lot of things are at stake. But here, Mm. Uh, nothing is at stake. Mm. You hear some men say, if you cheat, I go. If she cheats, you go. Mm. So they are doing it with so much confidence. So mm. a lot of women have to build themselves to position themselves in a man's life for a mm. man to be able to value them not to even cheat to their face because he mm. knows that if I lose this woman, mm. everything is going to go wrong. There are some men that cheat. There are some men that have baby mamas. Well, they, are, they dare not bring it to their wife. To their wives. So, 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 wife. so, so we're talking about impunity, not cheating now. So we're saying the impunity, a man of principle will not just do it anyhow. I'm just trying to say, <laughs> we have men, but there are few of them. Yeah. Like I said, it's because the society allow it. Right. So some men cheat for fun. They mm. cheat for ego. They cheat because it's available. Mm. Mm. There are no laws. Right. If they put a law to this thing, mm. people will respect themselves. So I was trying to tell the man, you have to be the one to put that law, set that boundary. For yourself. I used to tell myself, don't spend an evening when you will not spend the night. You know when you want mm. to cheat. You, there's an, when you want to cheat, you know. When you start to blink your eye, darling, you know. Yeah, so, so do the therapy for me. So I've struggled with cheating, you know, and now I'm like, okay, I don't think that it's because of ego. Don't think. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's because... But I understand. I get what you mean. When you, when, you have, when you cheat, your eyes start, you know that this is going to happen. It's a process. It's a process. So what, does it, what, what should I do at the, when, that, when that starts happening? What do I do? First thing is you have to distract yourself. For you to cheat... You've risen, mm. you've analyzed, mm. you've mm. lost it. It's a mind, oh God, see that ass, mm. oh my God. Yeah. It's so the analysis. Yeah. It's like when you want to masturbate, <laughs> it's, it's a mindset, yes. It's a mindset you've analyzed. That's why cheating is not a mistake to me, it's a decision, it's a processed decision, yes. it's a craft because yes. nobody thought you cheated. Yeah. So everybody have their gimmicks of cheating. The way this person cheats is not the way this person. So nobody's mm. teaching you. You're the one that would find the way you want to do the cheating. So while you're doing that finding, yeah. give yourself a reason to tell yourself. I used to talk about consequences. What are, what's the benefit? Mm -hmm. You can talk yourself out of cheating. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people cheat and they don't analyze why they are doing what they are doing. Sometimes you're just cheating. Why am I going to cheat? Yes, exactly. STD. That's, yeah. What if this guy has HIV? Yeah. One of my very good friends that says why he stopped cheating, he sees every girl that they have STD. <laughs> <laughs> he had to project that, that image. Right, so, STD. Right. so it made him 
you know, cut. So even if you're coming close, you say, no, STD, STD. Why is she chasing me? She has STD. Right. So it's a mindset. You're the one mm. that's going to program. It's not easy. Mm. Because the moment you say you don't want to cheat, oh, the beautiful ones are not even yet born. <laughs> and when you have money, it yeah. works. Yeah. Because if you don't chase these women, they will chase you. Right. So it's principle. It's you also minding where you're going to. Minding yeah. the friends you keep. Yeah. Keeping your circle small. Because right. if you want to be a principled person, you don't have crowd around you. Mm, yes. yes, you don't have crowd around you. you keep yourself very, very small. That's powerful. If you want to be a principled person, you don't have. You know, my, my, my coach told me that at the beginning of this year, you know, and then I wrote down an affirmation and said, stay away from the people and environments that encourage bad behavior. Thank you. Yeah. I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't drink. Mm. I, you hardly catch me in clubs. People don't believe it. Mm, mm. I programmed myself that way. In fact, my social life is on social media. <laughs> so that is it. That's your. I'm crazy, but yeah. you see my phone. Yeah. Ah, it's my best friend. I try to keep yourself. Myself. Not because I don't have access to do those things, but I don't want to do them. Mm. Like I said, don't spend that evening where you know you will not spend the night. Mm. I used to tell people if I'm in a relationship with you, I'll tell you I don't cheat. Mm. I have never cheated before in a relationship, except right. probably when I'm out of the relationship, because I'm a kind of person who takes decision. I want to do things because I want to do them. I don't mm. want to do things because I'm under an influence mm-hmm. or things I'm going to regret. Right. So you just set that principle and that boundary for yourself. The same way you say, I will do everything, but I will not keep. Yeah, I get that. You have to set the boundary. You, you have to set it's, the boundary. A principle. it's a principle. You can, right. I love that. That's powerful. Right. Okay, so let's talk about um, 2019. That's about 2019. Oh my God! Yeah, that's the first time, and this is that's the first time I heard about you. Oh, you know, so that's not the best way you want a person to hear about you. Yeah. But then I've learned in my life not to judge people oh. until I've heard their stories. So I heard it and thought, ah, Lagos people, there must be a reason, and I moved on. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, so I moved on. But now we're here. It didn't happen in Lagos. It happened in Lagos. You know, yes, I hear. I didn't even know. You know, I didn't even know. So this is the thing. So this is what I hear. I told them to write it down as. Because I don't know the story. You were detained in May 2019 after attempting to pass off somebody's house as your own and taking pictures in front of it for the gram. Is that true? No, not entirely true. Okay, tell me. Partially true. (laughs) (laughs) Partially true. Okay, tell me. I wasn't detained because as of 2019, I was working with the police. I just resigned. I've been a... I went this profession. I went into this professional like one year ago. Right. So I worked with the Nigerian police. I was working in Abuja before I got. Were police pa- a police officer? Police, Nigerian police was pension. Pension, right? So okay. I worked for the police officers. Okay. So when I relocated to, they, they transferred me to Enugu. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Enugu, yeah. <laughs> so the story it was it was just me. You know that point you want to play a prank, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the prank goes out of and backfires. Yeah. I'm, is it backfire kind of mm-hmm. detaining? There was no detaining. That detaining, if we're talking about clout, I think Onyeze was the clout because Who is every, Onyeze, the owner of the property, the owner of the property was the clout right. because a lot of things that happened on that video mm-hmm. didn't happen. It was right. just for clout. Was this the video where they said you were kneeling down and begging him? Where I was cuffed. You know, people right. saw people saw me handcuffed. Yeah, you were handcuffed. I was handcuffed. Right. People saw me. People saw police officers. People mm-hmm. said I was detained, but I wasn't there. So what were you handcuffed for now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, let me quickly give you a short version of the story. Okay. It was just me wanting to celebrate my 30th birthday and I went into the internet to break. Right. Right. And the honest truth was I was already building my house. Mm. But I hadn't gotten to the point where I wanted to post the house. Mm. So I was looking for a building I could post, mm. do that innocent act, knowing that I was going to 
finish my house. Uh, I, get you you. I get that. Uh-huh. And I get it innocently because when the whole thing broke out, all my friends, my rich friends were like, why are you not going to use my house? And I'm like, it was something I did Spoke spontaneously. I didn't know. Do you understand? Yeah. What happened? I was just passing. What attracted that house is on my street. It's like uh, I live in the next street right. in Inigo. So mm. I was passing and I saw this beautiful house, mm-hmm. stone house. Mm-hmm. They were still walking outside and I went inside. I asked, okay, who owns this house? Mm-hmm. I want to take a picture of the stone. It was the stone that attracted me into the house. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of the stone. I sent it to my mom mm-hmm. and to um, the person who is handling the project of the house. Mm-hmm. So the person who managed, that, who was in charge of the property, recognized me. I said, wow, like my mom, you know, has lolo. Yeah. So he let, him, let him take me inside the house because right. he knows I'm building. Right. So he took me inside the house, showed me around. I was like, wow, can I get the number of the person who is doing this stone tower? He said, okay, I should come back in two weeks' time. That's, mm-hmm. He doesn't have the person's number, but the person is going to be here. So in two weeks' time, we exchanged number. He called me. I got the person's number. The person said, okay, I should come so, so and so time so that I can take him to my site. Mm-hmm. That picture, my son took that picture innocently. Mm-hmm. I had taken that picture two months to my birthday. Mm. So while I was, you know, preparing for my birthday, I was looking for what to blow on the internet. You know when you're swiping through your guy, I just saw the picture, I was like, wow. Mm. I could just pick this picture with my all completed building that mm. I just say I have finished my house. Right. Since it was a building I wanted to replicate. Yeah. yeah. But you know it was wrong. That was what I said. It was wrong. Right. But like I said, it, it wasn't done with a bad intention. Mm. I get you. Yeah, I get you. I didn't in the internet they felt I broke into the building I snapped no right. the picture wasn't even taken that day it wasn't the intention yeah. wasn't to be used at that point yeah it was just an afterthought yes but you know what the people's issues are is mm-hmm. that things like that put people under pressure with their lives they feel like oh I'm not doing well all my life because all these celebrities are putting us under pressure it's social media it's entertainment if our entertainment is going to put you under pressure then you have pressure yourself you have you have something to fight <laughs> No, it's right. show business. Right. You don't see what you take on the internet to so have you pick the useful things. Mm. Why is it always the ones, the bad ones you pick? <laughs> there are so many good things about a lot of celebrities. Why mm. is it the show you pick? It's show business. Mm. So, so does that mean go ahead? It's yes. show business. So anyway that I say I'm depressed because of what somebody should my dear, your depression is going to last. <laughs> it's gonna continue. Yeah, because there's more. So what do people that say, okay, so how can we believe other things that you post? If it's show business, mm-hmm. how do we believe you? Um, like I said, you don't take everything you see on the internet. You don't need to mm. believe everything you see on the internet because mm. even reality, mm. everything is not true. People show you what they want you to see. Mm. Pick the things that are useful to you. Everything is not for you on the internet. Mm. That's what I always tell people. Mm. Everybody you see as a room where they have something you're hiding. It's a detail. It's controlled content. So you should be smart enough. I used to talk about even your parents. They don't do everything you're proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you must not take your father's bad character. Mm. Why is he only that bad word? Your father might have so many things he has achieved. Why is it that smoking that you cling on to? Sure, you should be smart enough to pick the the useful things. And good answer. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I didn't say I approve of the answer. I said good answer. But <laughs> but this is the last one I'm going to ask about that. But I mean, when you were caught in it, they say you now showed house plans, all of that. Why didn't you just stop? Also taking your principle of principle. Remember, I said I have a house. That's right. my house. Oh, so the house plan you shared was for your own house. house. Just give me a, we are posting the house. Is the house finished? The house is finished. Okay. So you so give us exclusive when it's ready. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was a house. Okay. And that was what gave me the mind because I felt I'm building a house. The house I, I was almost, but I hadn't done the major, you All know, if I had put out the house the way it was, it was yeah. like, let's rest now. Mm. So I needed that picture. So mm. it wasn't like me, you know, being. So the Onyeze himself, the mm. handcuff, because I was the one who arrested Onyeze. He didn't arrest me. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I arrested him. For what? I was, I was more like kidnapped. The story people saw was like, they kidnapped me, I did that video. Mm -hmm. Okay, what happened? When this picture started going viral, mm -hmm. video started going viral, and Instablog posted it, I panicked. I called my mom. Mom, see you. Hey, my mom asked, okay, don't worry, she knows the guy. His sister is my mom's tenant. She knows Onyeze. Yes. Onyeze, right? uh -huh. So she called the sister. The sister gave us the Onyeze's number. I saw Onyeze that morning. Okay. I drove to him. I told him, oh, sorry, because they were making it look as if I stole his house um, or I want to, I'm a scammer. Right. So I went to show him that, no, it's just picture. He now told me, okay, go back to the house and do something good. Which I now went back and told them, oh, yeah, oh, Onyeze has his house. Me and people should rest. So when I did that, I went back to my house. Mm -hmm. And after like one hour, that guy I told you who managed the house called me and said, ah, Onyeze said he's enjoying the way he's trending. I should come, let's do a video. <laughs> yes, I was about having my back. I was kind of too well. So he begged and begged. Everybody I told you he's a stone throw to my, to my house. Yes. So I just wore that gown and then my slippers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. trending dating. Uh, do you understand? And just yeah. strolled right. to the place. So when I got into the building, they asked me to say, I was, I was like, where's Onyeze? Let's do this and let's go now. So as I sat on the chair, the next thing, before I could, I was pressing my phone, before I could raise my head, I saw about five guys. Cuffs, handcuffs, belts, guns. Guns. It was leading me like deja vu. Oh my god, I was like, what's happening? They said, I'm still speaking English, sit on the ground. So, first, I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't wearing pants. Because no. I told you I was about having my bath. Yeah. So, the first thing that came, and they were just young boys. I said, I don't want to be raped and I don't want to be beaten. So they told me to sit on the ground. That was when they started making the video. If you notice when I was begging, mm. that was just my vulnerability. Mm. I was like, please stop videoing me. They said, lay down, sit on the ground. They handcuffed me. They started making videos. Mm. So I was not begging. They said, where do you? I don't think I work with them. They said, the IG said they should bring me. I worked directly with the Commissioner of Police in Enugu State. So I was like, okay, do you understand? So then now one man was talking. I knew that person wasn't the IG because I worked in the police headquarters in Abuja. Mm. So first of all, I was scared. So they enjoyed themselves. They even asked me to bring one millionaire. I said, I don't have. Then I hadn't seen Onyezim. It was just his boys, per se. So they said, okay, if I don't remember, they're going to post the video. I was still saying, well, I'm making a new verse. I think, okay, let me give you a 500 thousand. It was when we were still bargaining that Onyezim now drove in with his G guard. So when he drove. G guard, is that a car? A G wagon. Okay, right, right. I don't know cars. Okay. <laughs> so when he drove in, he came with two police officers. Immediately I saw the two police officers, I ran to them. I said, please, I work with the police. They looked at me in a strange way and they stepped back. I became more scared. Because mm. I was the only girl in the midst of this nice. guy. So I was expecting the police to at least ask. First of all, I was like, these people kill me. What did I do? Mm. That was when I started shouting. You will take you, you, you can make video, you can make live video here yeah, now. Nah. So the point was like, I just saw you now. <laughs> but I couldn't say that at that point. The shop mm. was like, we just saw my mom. Saw. So I didn't know where the drama was coming, coming from. So he started from. making calls, calling different people, and the criminal. At that point, I was already tired of begging. They asked me to, mm -hmm. the humiliation did not even come out on the internet. Internet because I rode. Hmm. They asked me, I begged. Uh, at some point, I slumped. They gave me water to bring me back. So it was at the process of them making calls. Mm -hmm. They now called somebody that knew me. Nobody knew where I was at that point. They had taken my phones and they were enjoying themselves. So it was the girl who recognized me that said, Geez, she's coming with her husband. It was mm -hmm. when she came with her husband and they came. Please so she recognized you when she saw the posts. The phone. Oh. He was making calls. He called about five girls. Of your people. No, no, it was just calling people, people to do what? Your mighty blessing, see, I'm going to go, yeah. the girls will laugh. They were making, they made mockery of me, yeah. Really? So he was trying to prove that. Yeah. I don't know what they would have said, but I think he was trying to prove a point. Right. So I don't know the discussion. He had had with them They, they would have had with people or something. 
Maybe he heard that, oh, this girl, I don't know where he, but he was calling different people with handcuffs. Raise your hand! I was, I was humiliated. Mm. That, was the, that was the worst moment of my life. Mm. So after the incident, now, what went viral was that Blessing was arrested. So everybody, the police officer started calling me. Who arrested you? Which mm. police station? That was how the police got involved. Because I worked with the police. Mm. Who were those police officers? Mm. Commissioner of Police now said, who handcuffed you? Mm. Who cuffed you? What did you do? So they had to invite me to the police station. My office was, everybody was, who is the person? Mm. So when I got to the police station, and the, police, the, the commissioner of police said, let's forget the house. How did they get handcuffed? Who were the police officers? Mm. So that was when they picked up Onyeze, picked up the guy that arrested me. Commissioner of police asked him. When Onyeze even came to the police station, he was begging. I didn't even expect he was going to beg. You should have recorded that one. No. At that point, it was official. If something is actually official in the police, you, don't, you know you drop your phone. Yeah, outside. Uh -huh. yes. So all the, most of the things you see recorded are illegal. Mm. But officially, you don't even do record except the police PRO. I was just kidding. Does that. Okay, yeah. good. So that's what a lot of people actually say. Why didn't you record? Ah, okay. But I have some... But I, I didn't want to post for yeah. validation right. at that point because I needed to own my mistake. Right. So he pleaded... Commissioner of Police said, wait first. Who gave you handcuff? Mm. Who were the police officers? So they had to screenshot the police officers and got their name. When they brought the police officers, mm. let me just you. Just me. <laughs> they did not, it wasn't even, only they just drove to the road, you know the way police used to have checking points, and told them that Amrabas are shooting in his house. Ha, huh. no. Yes. So, <laughs> police, so just came out. The police officers now assigned <laughs> two police officers to him. Uh, that was why I said it was for clap. They did not do anything, they just used them to clap. Uh, do you understand? Yeah. So that was the drama. Even me, I was shocked. Even the handcuff, the guy who handcuffed me was not denying me that he picked the handcuff on the ground. You know, I was expecting some, but I was shocked yeah. that they were all living in denial. Yeah. So they begged and mm. begged and mm. begged. So at some point, I told myself, if I don't go to this guy's house, go snap picture. Mm. All this insult will not happen. Mm. So let me just take the, let, 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 let it go. Mm. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. After all, you went to his house. So you took responsibility for it. took responsibility of it. Right. So, so people enjoyed themselves. They said a whole lot. But I was confident that I'm building a house. Yeah. And mm. who I am. Yeah. <laughs> this was, you know, how do you say? So I'm not, um, I, I, I love my social media fans, people who follow me and all of that. I don't take it for granted. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I appreciate the engagement. You cannot do anything meaningful these days without sharing on social media. I'm not on social media because it's so chaotic. This is, this is you are saying, even Onyeze, allegedly, I was not there. Um, Onyeze is supposed to be a Chinese businessman. Chasing, uh, that's what they said now. I'm out. You know, you are ch you know, he's chasing clouds. You are doing, Instagram is posting it. What is all this? <laughs> I think getting to know Onyezi, he's not a bad person. Uh, I think it was just people telling him this blessing because he's not even a social media person. Uh, and when this whole thing happened, he said he didn't even know what happened. This is unlike him. He's the kind of person that would say, happy the girl, leave mm. But there was, you know, I was out there. So, and a lot of people didn't know so much about me. So it would be people around him say that game. So mm. I felt he was, yeah. because he regretted his action. Because at the end of the day, he was not like, on top of What did of I him. achieve on this? What yeah. did I even achieve on this? He regretted his action because yeah. he felt there was no need of even doing the dragon. But I felt he had people, mm. and it was a blessing in disguise. It didn't blow me. That's how I heard about you. I was viral in the history of Instablog because of 100,000 comments. And it boosted my personality. Because of 100,000 comments? And yes. Oh, it wow. boosted my personality. I was now saying, I'm not an actress. Mm. I'm not a musician. Mm. Why are they so interested about me? That was how I, I knew I was powerful. 
<laughs> so he made me come out all that. I said, one, now lie, lie. I know key person. Make me arrest. The person for whom voice is important. That became yeah, important. Yeah, I had to, first of all, own my mistake. Mm. And it was only the mistake that made me even move ahead. Yeah. Become even more successful than I thought I would be. Yeah. I needed to accept that I messed up. Yeah. Right? Everybody's prone to mistakes. So, and... I had a lot of celebrities singing audio. Even this one, there was my brother said he went to hang out with me and he was hearing, Oh, call up blessing now. I was like, Wow. Oh, there's a song with your name. Oh, CDQ sang for me now. Oh, really? You didn't know the song. Even audio. This guy sang for me now. That's one of my favorite songs. Square, he even he, they reached out to me to come and feature in the, the video. video, right? I was like, I beg. <laughs> 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 so when they actually did the video, I was excited because a legend, Peace Club, would actually sit down and, and think of. Ah, I'm blue. <laughs> so when I hear the song, people think I'm supposed to be hot, but no. Yeah. I'm happy that I'm a life example. Some people mm. have come to me and said we can claim this story from YouTube. I said no. Mm. I want to have estates in years mm. and use that video. You know, when you blow, when you become successful and you tell stories and tell them, oh, I didn't have shoes. Mm. They'll say, ah, motivational speaker. I am happy that I have a story. Yeah. So that story is where it's going to take me to where I'm going to because we go build house. We mm. don't go just build house. We go buy houses. So Amen. it's so sweet to look back and be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. This I is how it's going to I own it. So. <laughs> um, your son, do you worry that when you see some of these things, this controversy? He took the picture, so he knows the story. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you've discussed this with No, him. he knows the story, yeah. even when the whole thing was happening. A lot of people tend to say, your children, your children, your yeah. children, your children. But a lot of our children, based on what we do, know our crap. My son makes most of my videos. Right, right. There was that I told him, somebody was saying, imagine your child going to the internet. The one that would tell him, um, Goes like this. Help me hook my bra. Hook it for me. Yeah. Is it showing well? You say, mommy, okay, you like me. He'll remove. He knows. So he knows the difference between the and the entertainment and all that. He knows his mom. Yeah. I'm a woman that still wash their clothes. I'm a woman that still cook. That still drive them to school. I don't fail as a mom. So he knows his content. And my kids know I don't go out. Mm. Everything. Sometimes you tell mommy, I know you're shooting today. You don't have topic. So it's not like I'm doing something I'm failing so as a mother. No? Yeah. It's just the internet. You know, they will always. So what is blow you blow? You blow it for me, Enugu. For me, Enugu. Everybody shouts. <laughs> <laughs> Even when the police PRO of Lagos called me, he said, yeah. Where are you? I said, I'm in the museum. This thing happened. And I said, Yeah, you can't blow from anywhere. Mm. Anywhere in the world. Yeah. Like I said, controversy was a strategy for me. It was, in as much as people might see me as whatever they get to see me, I'm just a personality that is dead. They'll figure you out. Yeah. And I like it when people even misunderstand you. People underrate me a lot. Mm. And mm. when they come close to me, mm. Yeah, whoa. So I think I, I like that kind of interesting uh, yeah. personality. Yeah. Did you, have, did you qualify as a therapist? Yes. Right. So you went and studied it? Yeah, I did. Right, right. Did you have to do that? Yeah, I had to because I knew people were going to come. <laughs> <laughs> I so said, I thought I was going to be your answer. Who qualified her? Who else will give banana? I'm going to do more because this is something I want to take. Mm. It's, it's a passion. It's something I'm passionate about. A lot of things I talk about, there was a day um, a senior colleague called me and he was like, how do you do it? I don't talk with the projector, just give me a topic. Mm. It's, it's inborn. Even before, even when I went on the courses, I was flowing with the... In fact, I was teaching everything you said, I already know. Right. And because I'm an open book, I don't live in denial. I've mm. learned how to tell myself the truth. Mm. So it's easy for me to digest things. Mm. I have understood that it's normal to make mistakes. When you come to my office and want to, your, your, your counselor, the first thing I tell you is, mistake is normal. Because I realize that as a counselor, a lot of people want to hide things that are normal. Yeah. Yeah. Things that don't mean anything, they right. hide things. A lot of people want to hide things that are normal. Things that are normal. You'll be hearing them and they're like, 
There's so much shame so everywhere. So much shame. Is the society? No, it's normal. Mm. Until you normalize mistake, you will yeah. never enjoy your life. Yeah. It's normal. Mm, that's part. Wait, wait, you need to hear. Until you normalize mistake, mistake you, will you will never, never enjoy, enjoy your life. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So first of all, as a personality, I have to understand that I'm an imperfect human being. Mm. I have people come and tell me, listen, let's rebrand you. Mm. Let's do photo shoots. Yes. Let's, I say, no. I don't want to take that human nature from me. Yeah. I want to be able to walk with a bedroom slippers and eat corn and people say, ah, I'm a blessing. Yeah. I, there's somebody I admire very, very I love Mercy Johnson's personality. She can be classy, she can be crazy. So that's the personality I want to be. I want to be, I want to be relatable. Mm. I mm. love dairy. I want people to be able to touch me. I'm human. Mm. Because it, I realize that a lot of people fizzle away from the industry because you become too big for everybody. Yes. yes. So that was the first thing I asked really when I met him. I told him, what has kept you so long? And he yeah. said, relatability and humility. Mm. Let people have access to you. doesn't mean you are available to them. But when you now make yourself unaccessible and unavailable, well, mm. it's very easy for them. So I was very particular about it. So mm. I tell people, allow me to live my life. Some people, someone even came to me one day, listen, do you think that we all this controversy drama you're not packaging yourself well brands might not even reach out to you and i told them i'm not after i don't want to be a brand ambassador i want to mm. be the brand hey i'm the brand Fitchy. so Fitchy. We have, yeah we have different things Fitchy. some people are chasing ambassadorial i've walked and i'm mm. where i walked what there was money mm. so i actually resign because i want to be a brand of my own so if i have to come on instagram and i'm living my life for brand then why did i resign why did you resign? I want people to come and jump and do it. It's my page. Yes. So you don't come and tell me. You are the brand me. ambassador of your brand. I'm my brand. So I want to be able to pay people. I don't need them yes. to pay me. So that's if their brand sees me and yeah. feel okay, she aligns yes. with my then brand. That's fine. Then that's fine. That's a result. That's an outcome. You understand? But that will not be the input for your life. Because I'm a very spontaneous. If yeah. you keep me in a particular spot, I mm. might not flow. I'll be blank. I'm a spontaneous being. I like that a lot. Mm. If you mm. want to see the best of me, I'm like a free bird. Mm. Fresh air gives me... Some people ask me, how do you get so creative? Mm. Like, I watched... Before I, I, I got into this professionally, I actually visited like three therapists in Lagos. Mm. Um, when I visited them, I met the first one and I told her, Ma, I've had five abortions for five different guys. She pulled down her glasses and looked at me like this. I said, okay, go ahead. You could see that judgmental. Yeah. And I realized that a lot of people who do relationship therapy, they are advanced yeah. and i told myself being young being crazy being mm. different is an advantage right. so people don't even take me seriously because i'm young they'll be like why do you want to teach me why do you want to do but i feel it's not about it's not about age it's about experience yeah. what i have been through yeah. what i have been through a lot of men who have been married for years have not I'm even, not even seen this so i took it as a niche for myself to right. be crazy controversial and speak and wild <laughs> Was, were you serious when you told her you had five abortions for five different men? You were looking for her training. I was just, I wanted to see so how they react. Right. I wanted to see how they accept people. I wanted to see what the therapy and it's okay. a no-no for it's me. A no -no, yeah. That's why people don't talk. I can't leave, I will leave my mother to come and talk to a therapist that is acting like my mother. <laughs> you might as well have just taken the judgment at all. You see, my client base is, is crazy. Unfortunately, my job is private. Mm. Uh -huh. But mm. the kind of people who come to me and what they tell me mm. are the things that you need to be crazy. Mm. to listen to it mm. like married women who come and tell me that they cheat if you hear the crazy cheating stories mm. and when they're talking i'll be like wow so you enjoyed it they'll be like oh he was so good he banged me i'll be like what <laughs> 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 because i need them to pull out their mind yeah. like when they now finish talking i'll now say are you prepared for the consequences i'm mm. uh, more the kind of therapy i want to give in africa is to guide mm. I don't choose. Mm. I want to project more of consequences to you. You mm. choose anything you want to do. Mm. You want to steal, I will tell you that as a thief, 
Yeah. You handcuff you and embarrass you like you're <laughs> They will put tire on your neck, firing squad. Yeah. I'm not the kind of mother that even tells her child, oh, when you do something bad, you go to hair fire. Hair fire is fine. <laughs> when I teach my children, yeah, when I, t- I teach them of reality. Mm-hmm. These are the con- so it is consequences that make you not to make some decisions. Mm-hmm. It is co- so people don't know the consequences of what they do. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. So I'm more of a therapist who want to project consequences to people mm-hmm. for them to see it and say, okay, oh, I don't want to do. do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So that's that's consequence, not judgment. Consequence, not judgment. Who to judge? Fantastic. Thank you so much. I had so much fun, yeah, as Demily promised me that I would have, <laughs> doing this interview. And all the best. Thank you so much. Fantastic.